Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, my little Ozarkians. That's what I'm going to call you from now on because that's what we are. We're fans of this incredible show. We're talking about season two, episodes one through five. So a lot of juicy, meaty Ozark stuff to talk about. We're going to be giving overall thoughts. We're going to be talking about our top moments, shockers, the evolution of Marty, the evolution of Wendy, Ruth. We got a lot to chat about, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh, yeah. Oh, smooth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And welcome to the Ozark After Show. Hey, hey. We're getting into the groove because we got a lot to cover. So we got to make it fun because there's a lot of darkness here. I mean, the show itself is pretty dark. Very like, dark. Literally, if I try to watch it on my phone, I have to turn up maximum brightness. Yeah, yes, you're right. <laughs> so before we go any further, my name is Lauren, Lauren LaGrasso, and I will be moderating along with these amazing people to my left. Please tell them about yourself. Hi, guys. I am Paris Rose, Paris with two R's. What's up, everyone? I'm Tanir Williams. Hi, guys. I'm Tara Erickson. And we are your panel for this episode and the next as we go on this lovely journey. So we're covering episodes one through five today. There's a lot there. It all starts to blend together because you're probably just watching them back to back to back to back. (laughs) So I wanted to start out with what are everyone's overall thoughts of the episode? Juicy. I feel like uh, <laughs> juicy two. like the deer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like season one was a little slow, which I like. I like a slow buildup. Mm-hmm. But season two has just been like spicy every single episode. I love the women in this season. Yes, yes. Ruth, Wendy, they're badasses, and so I'm I'm loving it. Let's hear it for the girls. Yes. Hey, hey. Tamir, we love you too. I know. I appreciate that. No, I got to agree with you though. Uh, Especially Wendy, man. This, yeah. I mean, from the beginning, first couple episodes, you're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> okay, she's not just like sitting by, like, oh, what are we going to do, Marty? Yeah. She's taking things into her own hands. So, um, yeah, no, the, my thoughts on that, like you said, straight up, she was like, she's like, I'm getting in here too. And it's kind of cool to see. I, I like how the whole family dynamic kind of even changes yeah. a little bit, Ooh. you know, as she steps it up. So. Yeah, especially because the kids know. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that adds an interesting layer. Yeah, I mean, season one, I didn't like Ruth that much. I was like, oh, she kind of bugs me. And now I'm like, I love her. (laughs) She is, like, part of my soul. Uh, I love Wendy, too, but Ruth, get at it. I love her in this season. Uh, She brings me light and joy, even though she's, like, dark in it. But I'm (laughs) like, yes. She's dark, but she's also the comic relief, which is so necessary for a show like this because otherwise we would just be sad all the time. There's so much darkness. Uh, I'm totally in with you. The, the women have blown me away in this season. I agree that it has been strong right off the bat. I mean, so far, I'm loving it more than season one, which mm-hmm. is, I think, really hard to do, to build upon something that was already great and yeah. make it even greater. But hopefully most great shows do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, there's a there's a lot going on. But what were your top moments in these first five episodes? Mm. Oh. When they killed their own son, I was like, oh mm. my goodness. The smells? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. And he wasn't I, their biological son, but he's basically like their man's servant like, who they love. Who yeah. they love, who like to me was like, which is why she wants like another child. I want a baby. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I just, I couldn't, I was like, yes, starting off with a bang. That was a favorite yeah. moment of mine because we all knew that had to happen. There had to be reparations for. Mm-hmm. For, for her killing one of their men and I was like well great someone else has to die like who's it gonna be and then he just does it and I was like this is so great like I just loved it <laughs> gotta I love did. a good murder <laughs> yeah yeah I, I do I love I love true crime podcast too okay I think one, for me one of the, one of the top moments was with Wendy when they were going through the whole um, trying to get the law, the casino stuff no. passed that's mine. And just, <laughs> well, for me, I don't know if it, if it might be the exact same one, but just when she set dude up in the hotel room with a prostitute, you know, or whatever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so for me, I think I was talking about, I was like, not only like does he get caught, you know, just cheap, but the way that they set it up, I mean, in terms of what he was doing when she walked in, I, yeah. it was one of those like, oh, no, like kind of moments on the phone, you know, I'm like looking at it like, no, you did it. Oh. And, you know, he's caught doing that and she's just like her face. Like, and that was kind of the most gangster moment for me of Wendy because the way she just came in and she was just like, you know, she's just all calm. Uh-huh. You know, she's just I like, know. yeah, so we know we got you. Yeah. And she kind of looks him up like, like some, I think the line she was like, you know, this may hate, like, hurt me more than it does you. And then she's like, well, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, Wendy. so good. Uh, so, yeah, I, oh. Laura Lenny was killing it, man. I was just oh, like, man, yeah. they stepped it up, you know. So I'm sure she was loving it too, Brian, when she was reading these scripts. Like, yeah, let me uh, get in there. So if you're going to do TV from film, I mean, this is the way to go. There yeah. You go. yeah. There you go. That was legit my, my moment. <laughs> everything <laughs> from that quote that she had, everything. It was just so powerful and so badass. And it kind of reminds me of Breaking Bad. Because for a while you're watching, I don't know if you guys are Breaking Bad fans. Yes. Oh, but yeah. You're watching Walter White kind of become this bad guy. And you think he has things under control, but then his wife really is the brains behind everything. And I feel like Wendy's that, like, times ten. Yeah, because Skyler like, was a little bit of a snooze fest. Y- yeah. She, you know? She, Wendy's got a personality. That's to what it is. Right, yeah. She's right. sassy and she's cold. The way she just says these things, like, in a monotone, like, matter-of-fact way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, I love her. But also Ruth. Like, um. I don't have a favorite moment with Ruth except every moment. Every <laughs> every moment. Country, her accent, she's so country. Right. I just love watching her evolve. It's it's great. So mine was a little moment, but I loved when they went to hit uh, Marty and Buddy went to pitch to the mobster. I think his name is Frank and he was talking about his wife and it was just good to see Buddy in his element in his power and my other favorite moment was also with Buddy and it was the climax of these first five episodes which is when he told Wendy hey you gotta do something yeah let's let's go do this so she's distracting uh, little Miss uh, Snell right. in there telling her oh yeah I can totally get you a baby no problem <laughs> right. while he's out burning the field and having his last victory dance before he mm-hmm. you know well it seems like he may perish right. we don't yeah. know so, we talked a little bit about Ruth, but one of the big things that happens with Ruth in these first five episodes is her dad is back. And we saw him a little bit in season one, mm-hmm. but Kate is a new character to us. Right. So, what are your impressions of that relationship 
overall. Ugh, creepy. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable. Anytime he like enters the room, Ugh. he stands too close to her, and then when he's drunk and he climbs into her bed and like gives her a talk. Yeah. I'm like, it's just it's just really inappropriate, but like it 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 needs to be there to show the relationship yeah. of what that family's been through, what they find acceptable, and what could happen, and maybe what has happened to her you in mean, the past, which like makes her sexual so assault. Yes, yes, which I think builds her up to be like why she's such a strong character. Is like you think like this is anything? Like you have no idea what I've been through. Why so. do you think she broke him out of jail? Because it was ultimately her testimony that got him out, that got him acquitted. Mm-hmm. So what do you think it was in her that made her want to do that? I think it's still just that family tie. Like, it's like she's mm-hmm. trying to prove something like mm-hmm. to her dad. Like, she was so happy when he's home. Like, look, dad, look what I'm doing. I, I got this job. Like, we're going to move to this house. You know, and of course, he just comes and shoots her down with everything she said. But she's kind of like, just like, I just want that love from my dad. You know, it's like nothing's ever good enough. Or he's just so Debbie Downer for everything. And for something, like you said, with all that, you would think, like, come on, Ruth, just. Yeah. Forget him, you know, leave. Yeah. But it's just like, I think it's just that something for in a child. It's just like, I just want you to, you know, yeah. be happy for me or like acknowledge or me. Or love me. Yes. Yeah. Tell me that I'm enough. And then when you, you can, it was always painful just to see when, you know, you, th- you thought they were, or in her mind, maybe they were making progress. And then there was like the car scene when he's all drunk, he like slams her head on the dashboard. You're just uh, like, what? Yeah. She's looking like, I just, you know, yeah. I'm trying to help you. And, for me, in the first season, there was times when I was just like, oh, Ruth, like, I can't stand this little girl. You know, yeah. just, but this season, I'm just, like, totally pulling for it because you're just seeing mm-hmm. how she's just really trying, like, to help everybody who's not trying to help themselves. Like, mm-hmm. she's the only one who cares, whether it's Wyatt, her dad. And you're just like, ah, oh, like, she's And, you know, sometimes when she relapses into her, like, when she smacked the... Count the school counselor uh, or why? Yeah. I was like, and then she immediately was like, oh, 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 like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but you're like, man, it's, um, but she handles her business, so I love Ruth, you know. I feel bad for Ruth. I think she really is, she's really trying, and it's one of these shows where you kind of are rooting for the bad guy because they are really the bad guys. They're doing terrible things. They're part of like this, the cartel, they're selling heroin, they're laundering mm-hmm. money, but you really want them to win. Uh, I feel like everyone I want to win. I want Wendy to win. I want Ruth to win. It's like Marty's the one now who's like getting on my nerves. Mm. Well, he's trying to play both sides, I think. He's trying to simultaneously be this mastermind, money launderer, and also pretend like he's a good guy. So that's an interesting line to walk because I think what we like about Ruth and Wendy is Wendy in this season is committed to pretty much being bad with the exception of Mason, who we will get to. But... Marty still kind of thinks he's a good guy who kind of did a few bad things. And there's this really interesting quote. I I reread some vulture recaps of what happened, and the person who wrote the article said this. It's interesting that the writers of Ozark have purposely made the traditional good guy in Agent Petty, who's the FBI officer trying to get them, Mm -hmm. into a loathsome creep, trying to offset the moral quandary at the center of the show, which is why I think we're all rooting for the traditional bad guy. Right. Because... Their their insides seem a little bit less morally corrupt than the quote unquote good guy who is yeah. Agent Petty. Right. Right. So. Yeah. No. I, I I agree with that. I mean, it's. Yeah. The, I mean, the character development and all the way, like you said, the storylines and you're just. It, it, I don't know how to even describe it. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm just torn in like so many different ways, which is good because you're just like ah, like I got to see the next episode or like how could this happen or whatever twists and turns are going on so these first uh, like you said within these first five episodes all the stuff that's gone on it's 
man, I sometimes yeah. your head just gets blown, you know, <laughs> type thing. So definitely. Now, going back to some of the characters, one person that I personally thought was dead at the end of last season, but it turns out is alive and preaching on the streets, is Mason. (laughs) What do you think the purpose of bringing him back will be, or is, and why do you think that they have chosen to make Wendy feel responsible for him? Because it's very clear that she's trying to save him. Mm. Mm. Wait, I, I have that question myself. What is Mason's point? They're still around? I, mean, I thought he drowned himself. Well, he almost drowned his babies. What yeah. they, they made it seem like, but it ended up being that he Just was baptizing swim. him. Right. Yeah. Quick yeah. Swim. Long baptism, um, you know? Yeah, so I was like, oh my God, they, they destroyed this man. Um, but now I really don't get what his purpose is other than maybe to show us how terrible that this family is affecting other people's lives mm. and maybe to remind us that they really aren't the good guys look because this guy mason is the actual good guy so i think it just serves as a reminder yeah yeah like to make them feel guilt of like hey there's things that they've done in the past it's not just right here now yeah. that it's continually getting worse it's like dude it was already bad yeah. back then so i feel like it just serves as like a guilt reminder to see how they would deal with that in in terms of like they set them up to be a family and they're just trying to do their best but got caught up with a cartel and like laundering money. <laughs> but, then you're like, yeah, but then you're like, man, this guy shows up to be like, here's your reminder of like real life SHIT that you like you've my wife your... open and yeah. yanked out my baby. Exactly. So Ooh, it's a nice dark. little reminder. Right. <laughs> He's like, I agree. <laughs> so another character that returned this season is Rachel. And Rachel returned with a bang. Mm-hmm. She crashed into a pole. Right. And then was made into a mole. Rhymes. <laughs> Whoa, she's got bars, <laughs> um, So this is something, personally, I didn't see coming. Uh, I don't think that she's a great informant. I'm worried for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Petty seems like he is hell-bent on either killing her or getting information. And there's not a lot of gray space between the two. What are your thoughts on her situation and where this is potentially going? And her in general. I I feel bad because I also am annoyed by her because I'm Mm -hmm. so focused on the birds winning and not getting caught and she's in their way and I'm just like, Marty did care for you. He did try to help you. You stole his money. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm kind of mad at Rachel even though she doesn't deserve that. Right. At the Um, same time, he ruined her life. Exactly. So I should be team her but I'm just like, you are messing with the birds and that's my focus at the moment. I also think that she's, because of some of the, the stuff that and baggage that she's got going on, I mean, with all the, you know, the drugs and all right. that, you know, that now, stuff. No, I don't remember that from the first season. Was she on drugs in the first she season? She was clean. She was sober. She was sober. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, that's, you know, it's like you said, in terms of when she's coming back, she's the informant, then she's got all this stuff going on. And yeah. it's funny because, you know, the relationship that she has with Patty, I mean, obviously she hates him, you know, but... And I, I forgot which episode it was when he literally he thought like the case was blown or she had mentioned yeah. something to Marnie takes her out in the woods and I, I literally thought I was like he's gonna kill her yeah yeah because I was, cause I was like four. Petty is in that mind for like he does not care so right. like, he's crazy you know and yeah. I was like he literally might do this like normally I might be like oh he's just trying to scare her but I was like this really might be it for Rachel you know mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it wasn't but yeah in terms of what she's doing I mean her. Uh, position on the show right now, you know, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, I find myself just kind of like every time I see her on the screen, it's like, mm, this girl. You yeah, know? I know. 
I'm like annoyed by her. Yeah. You know? That's, and it's like, what you stole this money and now it's like pity party. Where it's right. like, okay, you're going to go out and get wasted and like get addicted to drugs and then come back and be like, you ruined my life. But it's like, come on. Exactly. Yeah. You were a strong woman to begin with and yeah. like he, he did mess you up a little bit, but it's kind of pity party status now that she's back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, now you're in a mole and that's I'm even more of a pain in the ass. That's literally yeah. how, how I felt. Like whenever she goes back mm. to the well on, do you remember you destroyed yeah. us? It's like, <laughs> After the third or fourth time, yeah. I would have been like, okay, we, I messed Yeah, we that, you get know, it. Can we move on? Yeah. You know, type thing. Right. So, That's so like funny. my morning meditation says, I'm completely responsible for everything in my life. Absolutely. And it's true. Yeah. You know, the good and the bad, we draw in and we have to deal with it in a responsible way. So, Rach? Come on, girl. <laughs> Deal Get with your shit, <laughs> And another interesting thing is she's trying to befriend Ruth mm. in order to get her to spill the, the beans. Mm. And w- something Ruth tells her is ultimately what tips them off, the, them being the FBI, off enough to go and raid Marty's house, which is another big thing that happens. Right. Thankfully, they don't find anything. My question is, how do they not find anything? They did find the money. Mm-hmm. They found Char- Charlotte's $5,000, a little less than that. But, like, how do they not find anything else? Where is he keeping it? I know he's keeping it in some of his businesses, but how did they find nothing? He's so smart. I would get caught so quickly. Yeah. I could never be a criminal. Yeah. I think he's really good at just not bringing his business home. Yeah. Even though he still does it where, like, they ask him, like, would they find anything in your computer? And he's just so, just nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So chill. No, that was, like you said, and that was kind of a tip-off when I saw that, like, how, I mean, I know he can be, like, calm and, like, that's actually, I think, one of his strengths. He's just always so. Mm -hmm. Even keeled. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. But it was just, like, such a calmness, like. Okay, yeah, you guys round us up, and you know people are going through the Do house, and he's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, and I was enjoy like, enjoy the decor. What you know? <laughs> I was like, either he's playing it super cool, and they're about to rip open a wall, uh-huh. and whatever, and he's just like, I don't care, you know. Or <laughs> like you said, really, he's got his stuff. Like, I'm a step ahead, you know. Uh-huh. Again, so or we had planned for this, so yeah. I, I don't know which one it was, but yeah, I was. This moment kind of made me realize that Ruth really is just a kid because Mm -hmm. she seems like she's got it all together, but she could not tell that Rachel was trying to get information out of her. I was like, Ruth, how are you falling for this? You're supposed to be smarter. And she's chatting away to Rachel, and I just thought she should know better. But then again, she is just looking for a friend. She's looking for mm-hmm. a real love. She's looking for companionship. So somebody I, to tell her she matters. Exactly. That's her biggest. Yeah. Her biggest desire is right. to be proven that she is enough and that she's cared for. Yeah. yeah. And it's also interesting that you mentioned that. Like she doesn't really have any female friend, or at right. least that we've seen. It's all you or know, any female Wyatt. influences. Yeah. So I what? think when they were having that little. Um, playing horseshoe and stuff and yeah. just talking I think maybe like you said maybe it was just, uh, she was a little vulnerable like hey finally someone you know or whatever what did they have in common or something that they kind of Marty. connected just on. Marty oh, is, is just a Mar- jerk oh, yeah, that's hashtag right. Marty's a jerk dick right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and just having those stories yeah because they were talking about like oh did he do this and then yeah. she was like yeah you know yeah. And was, you know like mm-hmm. you said I think she finally had someone who could kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm going through type thing. And mm-hmm. that just kind of opened the floodgates, like you said. So I still feel like she redeemed herself when it go, when the heat went down. She was at the safe being like, I'm looking for anything that could give us away. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> trying to get her job done. And you're like, yes, girl. Like, I just love her so much that even though she had that, you know, the mess up, you're like, Ugh, yeah. she still is trying to save the day, you know, yeah. always kind of on top of it. So this whole situation makes me think of another new character that we need to talk about, which is the badass cartel lawyer, also known as <laughs> oh. Helen Pierce. Yeah. Ooh. What are our thoughts Ooh. on her? Ooh. Stone Cold yeah. Fox is Icy. what I think. 
Wow. I love it. That's I thought it, when I first saw her and I first, I was thinking like first of all when you're just coming from like a position like that from like representing this huge cartel I guess you could just walk in with that kind of sweat like you're not gonna say or do nothing to me yeah. so, <laughs> whatever you think you gonna say you know and it's like everything they would come at her with like you said just the the monotone face like the calm you know well my client this and my this, client you know? yeah. those are the two scariest words uttered in yeah. any episode yeah just, don't talk about your oh, client she mm-hmm. was just yeah they they, they picked the right person because that lady she I forgot the actress's name but she is just like I mean just her she's looks she's an Oscar yeah. nominated yeah. actress she is awesome yeah. she won a Tony award oh yeah oh, wow. yeah. She, she plays that part because uh, yeah, yeah yes. when she's like you said just I mean, I feel it watching it through the screen, just her coldness. And like you said, like, mm-hmm. are we finished? Are, are you I saw a photo yeah. of her. If yeah, you Google the actress's name now, I don't remember it at the moment. But if you Google her name, there's a photo of her smiling so wide. And it actually <laughs> oh, horrified really? me to Oh, see my it. God. <laughs> You're like, what's what going on? You know? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, love, I, I love it, though. I mean, she adds just that other... Um, just that other element of just I don't know when she comes in the room like if I was there you know mm-hmm. like when she came in to um, help Marty uh, after they had brought him in I was thinking I was like man if I was Marty I would just be like yeah what's up now I got the cartel lawyer you know like yeah I'm gonna go with her like, right you know? I'm she, happy with my representation and she's just shooting, yeah. shooting darts at Petty like are we finished you know like I don't have time like you know I'm like dang lady that's what I'm talking about yeah I'm actually impressed with Marty's ability to, to not pee his pants anytime she comes in the room. Because she scares me through the screen. So I'm just like, how is he? He's always calm. He never actually shows how affected he is by her. Obviously, he is. But he doesn't ever show it. And he mm-hmm. actually, he does a good job at keeping his cool in every situation. But even with crazy Darlene, with the Snells, he's mm-hmm. always pretty calm. So You see but- the calm... The storm underneath the calm in this season yeah. more, though, than we did in the last season. And yeah. something yeah. we want to talk about was the evolution of Marty. Mm. Personally, I think we're starting to see him crack a little. Just mm-hmm. underneath the surface. He's not ever going to crack all the way because he's just built too much emotional armor. And I think he's got small levels of sociopath running through his veins. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he is starting to show a little bit of anxiety underneath that calm sea. Mm-hmm. There's lava underneath. I feel and like it might Hel- come to the surface. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Helen Pierce is now like that calm like yes. person who's taking over where like Marty has to be a little bit more nervous because there has to be a hierarchy there and she's yeah. kind of at the top now, especially when she's established going to that gas station is like, Well, I gave you the chance. And then she just walks out and then he's like, Bada bang, bada boom, you're dead. Because right. if she says you're dead, you're dead, which oh. is why when it comes up at the end when when Marty hesitates, when he's like, Do you you know, do you trust uh, you know, Ruth with your life? That it's like you better not hesitate in front of in front of her, otherwise Sayonara. Mm-hmm. So makes you think twice about decision making. Just yeah. say something. Whatever it is. Cool. But I feel like that had, that kind of labels Marty a little bit more, having her at the top and being so calm and chill that now she's at the head of of the operation mm. instead of Marty. So mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of shows off his, like, oh, what am I going to do? Right. Now, there's this big thing that we haven't touched on yet, which is basically the, the driving force be t- behind these whole, it seems like it's going to be the season, which is this casino. Mm. And this casino is the thing that's going to allow the Bird family to finally get out from under the cartel's rule, to get out from having to work with the Snells. And it's really, really hard to push through. It just seems like it's not 
fully working, but they're trying like hell to make it work because if they do, all their problems are basically answered. So, uh, honestly, I'm a little sick of so much casino talk, mm-hmm. but I see the purpose. How do you feel about it, and where do you think it's going? I don't see it happening. I really don't. I I think this is going to blow up somehow. I just, I mean, just even thinking about the town Ozark and I, I the, and the plans that they have for it, and they want to build hotels now too. It just seems way too much and too flashy of a of a way to launder money. It, it's an easy way because with the casinos you can make a lot of money, but it's just too flashy, too much attention. I just don't see it working out. I don't know what's going to happen, though. Mm-hmm. I think it could happen, but what would kind of keep things going is all the parties involved. Like, someone might, if, whether it's the Snells or the... Actually, I, w- I would think most of all it would be the Snells might be get, get a little greedy. Like, hey, we want a little more. Because like, it seems mm-hmm. like they're prone to do that. Like, right. hey, let's yeah. change the terms of things. You know, and it just give Marty it's another our land. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's we can't do that. Like, uh, <laughs> who says we can't do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... That there's a possibility that I, I or I'll say it like this: if it is to get done, like I feel like that's the next thing. Like, okay, it's done, and like you said, they think like, cool, we're about to do this, and it would be like, no, Marty, we're not finished. I need, you know, and it's like, <laughs> what? No, and then maybe that you know, or something happens to it, or it causes some problem. Because, like you said, I would think that would be very flashy too. Like, it just, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're trying to launder, but like they're already the feds are already, like, down there. And then all of a sudden you get some casinos and stuff. It seems like they'd be like, yeah, let's really watch what's going on. But... Yeah, I, I really just want to see the boat come together and have Ruth be in charge. Because the way that she got <laughs> that boat, yeah. I'm like, yes, and then finish the boat, have it be a lot about Ruth, and then Ruth is like opening the casino, and then Wilkes, and there's more stuff going on with Wilkes and Wendy, where that's right. going to be drama. Let's, let's talk about Wilkes. Because you know? he's also a new character, and we yeah. haven't gone into that area. So he's a real interesting one. There's a lot of political corruption in this town. Who knew? Hmm. Missouri is a right. very <laughs> yeah. What's up, Missouri? Silly, Yo. sassy place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused with Wilkes, though. For a long time, I thought he was gay. I thought he was gonna be a gay character. Oh, really? Yes. So I was shocked that like he's actually hitting on Wendy. I'm like, wait, where did, where did this pop up? Wait, where was my gay mm-hmm. there? I thought. Ah. I, I thought for sure. I don't know what it, about him. Maybe how he presents himself. But I was—he's a fancy man. He's a very yeah. fancy man, and I just assumed uh, that he was a gay character. And I was like, "Yes, throw him in there, yeah." <laughs> but clearly, I was off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think that he is the same level of—I don't want to say conniving, but like, do, does he have that same level of political savviness that Wendy does? Is she outmatched here? I feel that they. Just from when they were first doing, like, the bribes and everything, like, they're almost on, like, a similar level, you know, which is why he's kind of, I Intrigued. think, yeah, yeah. almost trying to draw on, like, man, like, you are, like you do the kind of stuff like I would do, you know, type thing, and I think he likes it, like, that's almost like a turn-on for him, maybe for him, you mm-hmm. know, um, and uh, in terms of, like, yeah, with with their, so, yeah, I don't think one's on top of the other, I think they're very, they're very evenly matched, which is why... They like I said, they kind of um, they work together so well, you know, because she's not, like I said, she doesn't, you know, uh, like look down upon him. It's like I feel like she's she's uh, dealt with these kind of characters before, so she's mm-hmm. like I'm comfortable dealing, you know, because like yeah. when she was always bragging, like man, back in Chicago we did like <laughs> circles or you know, right. so she's like you don't intimidate me, like I've been around like your kind before, you know, doing this kind of stuff. So 
And I feel like he hasn't, or he hasn't, especially like a woman probably been like doing like what. So I think I feel like that's it was definitely a very intriguing part, you know. Um, he liked him. her because he felt like he was sitting with the female version of himself. That's yeah, because she it. said, I'd wipe the floor with you, which right. I put him on the same yeah. kind of level, which I'm like, if he, if he got lazy, she could take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, show. I think that's an interesting insight. Something else that's been going on are, the, oh, hello, Mom. You're supposed <laughs> to be watching the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mom. Uh, Mom. So, Does she have something to say? <laughs> she's like, actually, here's what I think about it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm in Metro Detroit, and I think that he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the kids. Wow. Yeah. So they're in on this. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning. Is Jonah a little sociopath in the making? <laughs> What's happening with this kid? He's obviously highly intelligent. Yeah. I mean, that bank account opening was, like, diabolical. Smooth. Yeah. Very sm- smooth criminal, literally. Um, what do we think about the kids and the trajectory they're on? How is this all going to pan out? What's going on there? Jonah is not normal. Like, yeah. <laughs> the way that I, I can't think of the daughter's name now. Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte is handling it. It's how I feel like most teens kids. She's kind of spiraling out. She's, yeah. like, smoking now. She's uh, friends with the bad kids. She's, like, emotional. I feel like that's a normal reaction without blowing it. She's not, like, telling everything. But she's being emotional and dramatic at times, which is normal. While Jonah's there, like, give me the 5000 k Like, I'm going to launder this money. I'm going to have a bank account. It's so... It's a little, it's a little scary and alarming. But if I was going to be a bird, I would be so happy that Jonah's my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also interesting, like you said, even go- with all of that stuff, the stuff he's like running at school with the yeah. test, yeah. he's shooting animals. You know, it's just like, <laughs> man, he's shooting people. You know, um, yeah, he's uh, something. I feel like, uh, you know, if something's going to go down, or maybe he might be the one to. I, he, like you said, I feel like he's got kind of like a cold blooded streak in him. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, if I need to, if I need to go out, take the shotgun and and take out some stuff, Dad, I'll do it. You know, and yeah. you kind of feel like Marty. Even going back to the first scene, is just like something about Jonah. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. He's a bad like, scene. Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, you know, like he's doing some weird stuff. You know, type thing. So, right. Our kids want to be like their parents. So yeah, he's just a mini Marty. I still mm-hmm. feel like he has that like vulnerable kid side to him because he still was, was some hesitation in killing the deer. I, it kept him up at night, like where his mommy had to sit with him on the couch, right. where it was like, eh, he's just really good at, at dealing with money, following money. Where should I put it? I learned from dad. Right. He knows the insides to like what the birds do. Where it's right. like, eh, I don't, I don't know that he's that different. It's like if I look at him that way, it's 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 like you have to look at Marty kind of the same way. I feel like he's just turning into a mini. Yeah. Mini Marty, in a sense, uh, I don't know that I do the cold-blooded killer streak in him. Yeah. But I feel like he's totally capable, and I, th- I feel a few more years goes by, he's going to be in the business of like taking out the gun, shoot it, no problemo. Yeah. Right. But right now, I think he's still struggling as a kid of like just even shooting the deer, which is like food, but right. still it was like hard for him, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's interesting what you said. He's you you use the word he's totally capable, or the words that he's totally capable, and I think what's interesting about this show is that. That it kind of teaches us that we're all somewhat capable mm. of going down the dark path because these people were good people who just made a bad decision and then it spiraled and they keep having these I would call them redemption fantasies where it's like we'll do this and then we'll get out and we were talking about this a little bit before the show started but 
do you think, first of all, that's going to work out for them, number one? And number two, just as a bigger life discussion, do redemption fantasies in life ever work out? Like, when you say, if I just lose 10 pounds, I'll be happy. If I just fall in love, I'll finally feel good about myself. If I just have this much money, then everything will be okay. Do those things ever work out in real life? Mm. I feel like for certain... That's a tough, like, yeah. just such broad reaching question. Because I feel like, like you said, the stuff about, um, like, money, for mm-hmm. instance. You know, you, you hear that a lot with people. Like, oh, if I get, like, this much, and then people get rich, and then they're, they're like, you know, like, super wealthy people. Like, but I could always use more, you know? And you're right. Like, you're, like, a billionaire. Be like, but that's what I do. Like, I thrive on, get like, I can never have enough, you know, type thing. Um, but, I, you know what, I... I know I've had those. I'm, I was trying to think of like in my life where I've just been like, no, if I just do this though, I'm gonna be good. And then right. you get it, and then and you're, then you're so like, not happy because it's inside. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was like a job, like if I just get this job, making this much money, I'll be good. You know. And then it's kind of like, you know, it's almost like one of those things. Like you're. I remember like my parents like telling me, you know, it's like. You know, you make more money, but then you start getting more expenses. You know, then you're like, Dang, like it's not as much as I thought because now I'm like buying more stuff, or I, mm-hmm. you know, you buy the bigger house or you buy the more expensive car or something. You know, and now you're like, I thought, I thought I was happy with it. Now I got to go to the next one, and then I'll be happy mm-hmm. when I get this job because then I'll, you know, and it just keeps and it, going. It so. kind of seems like that's what this is. Like mm-hmm. the, the further down the road they go, and I know it's because of necessity, but the further down the road they go with these people, the deeper in they get and the harder it's going to be to ever get out. I know this seems like a clear track doing the casino, but I'm not sold that it's going to be six months and then they're good. Right. No. I mean, the end goal of the show uh, it would be, like, if if they get out, the show's over. There's no right. more show. So it's like, you can tease us with that idea, but it's never going to happen. We don't know how they're not necessarily, they're going to fall out of the casino life or if that's going to come to fruition and then they have to stay and more cartel stuff. Who knows? But, I mean, if they get out of the life, the show's done. So it's <laughs> if they want to end the show at season two and be like, we have to write it off by season three, then they're going to make their way through the course of, like, half of season three. But for now, I'm like, you're not getting out anytime soon if they want to continue the series. Because, like, right. the end of the you know, show ends when, it's, when they succeed. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm just I'm just listening. I'm like, oh man, you guys are making me think, and I, I things that yeah. I I wasn't pulling from the show yet, so I, I was really like into what you're saying. <laughs> right. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, also, what do you do after you've laundered money for this many years? Like, yeah. I mean, like open up a bed and breakfast. I guess they could. Maybe that would be fun. You, you, Season they, three. Yeah. Right. Oh my bed god. Bed and breakfast. <laughs> Suburban family. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there's so much going on. Um, do you guys want to make some predictions? Do you want to go on to something else? We only have a few minutes left. What are your feelings, thoughts, emotions? It'll never be enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say earlier. So I'm just going to say it now. Oh, there was one interesting thing. Um, Ozark is often at its best when exploring how something so good, like suicide prevention, can coexist with something so damaging, which is laundered money from cartel and other people's deaths. Mm -hmm. So that was talking about when Laura Linney, also known as Wendy, gave the money to the wife of the senator who was threatening to sue Mm. Wilkes. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. And this show really is all about juxtaposition. Even the five episodes, it ends with two big events, waterboarding and a fire in a field. So it's literally opposites, fire Mm. and water. Um, So that's something to keep an eye on, are those things that are seen at odds, but they're coexisting in the same world and questioning why they are and 
what the writers are trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think, it, like you said, I, it's like, are they going to circle around? Or is this something? Because some, I feel like they drop always, like, little nuggets that maybe you see later. Or you're like, oh, yeah. You know, or if you, I don't know, go back and watch things later, you're like, they did say this. Or someone said, yeah. said this. Or I, this happened, and which led to this later. So it, there's always so much to digest with this show, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um but, uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see, too. Like like you said, kind of the midway point, and that's kind of a big theme right there. So it's like, is that going to continue on? Or, or, like I said, circle back again? We shall see. Yeah. Well, we have a couple minutes, so why don't we make <clears throat> some predictions? Oh. 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 Yeah. oh. <clears throat> All right. Let's start with you. Um, so right now we're at the midway point, which is this, um, explosion, not explosion of the poppies, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but which I absolutely loved. And so I am just waiting to see how the Snells are going to react. I know Darlene is going to be furious because Wendy also kind of tricked her Mm. with thinking she's going to have a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Now she doesn't have poppies and she doesn't have a baby. Yeah. Mm. So I Uh, think she's ready to like attack. She's also mad at her husband for being so on board. So I'm ready for that attack. Mm. Yeah, I th- you know what, th- since the whole family baby issue has been, she's brought it up in multiple episodes, I just want to see, you know, for these next uh, next five, like, kind of see if that's going to carry along, because she's, she's pushing hard, or, she, you know, it comes up multiple God, times, that and would sometimes be such you see Jacob's face, like, every time she says it, he'd just be like, ah, like, this again, you know, like, you've been, but, you know, she, yeah, she she's another one, like, she goes out. She it seems like she gets her mind set on something. Like I'm, I'm gonna get this done somehow. Mm-hmm. So, and is there something you quickly want to tell us? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hi. With our uh, little bit of time. Hey, After Buzzers. Our network produces after shows for our nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help, so we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. And by subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, please don't be, because they're optional. So hit that (laughs) subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels um, as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. And for now, thanks for being the best fans out there and for helping us to be the ESPN of TV talk. Bam. Your prediction. Oh, yeah. I think Ruth is going to take over a little bit more. Uh, But I see her working closely with her dad. I hated him, and now he's been a confidant to her of being like, the Snells don't run, so just don't do it because it'll give you away to the cartel, which is a useful piece of information. So Mm -hmm. now it's like he's stepping into line and being like, great, now he's going to help Ruth. Even though I hated him in the beginning, I still don't enjoy him. He is a useful tool now to Ruth. Um, I feel like she is still going to help Marty and the birds. Uh, But I feel like there's going to be something that happens between her dad and Marty because Marty is like the dad she always wanted who's giving her opportunity, a Mm -hmm. job. He trusts her with his life. Still doing shady things, but he's more of a good guy. Yes. I think she's. it's between that, Mm -hmm. like, the the weakness of waterboarding and the strength of, like, burning the poppy fields. It's like strength and weakness combined. And I feel like she's going to come at a crossroads with that. Mm. All right. Well, I agree with you. I think she's going to have to pick between the two of them. Yeah. So 
That's it for our show today. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to be discussing the final five episodes. It's going to be fierce. We know there's going to be a lot of drama going down. For now, my name is Lauren LaGrasso. You can find me at Lauren LaGrasso on all the social platforms. And also be sure to go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe to this show. It helps us out. We do this for free because we love it. So if you could just do that for us, it would be all the payment we need. Mm-hmm. Hi guys, and I'm Paris Rose. You can find me at Paris Rose on all social media platforms. I'm Tanir Williams. You can find me at Tanir W on Instagram and Twitter. Guys, I'm Tara Erickson. You can find me on Twitter at the Tara Erickson and YouTube.com backslash Tara Erickson. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, Buzz see you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.